welcome. You are listening to Readers and Writers, and today we're talking outlines with your host, James Hill and Athena Paris of Rock Hill Publishing. I am Amy Ravichandran. So I know that there's pantsers, plotters, fly by the seat of your pants writers, okay? What is the best outline in your opinion? Is do you, Can you like have different ways depending on what genre you're writing and what outline you do? What's kind of that whole process like? I am a definite uh, plotter, and I am also a definite outliner. Uh, I outline my chapters um, so that I know where every chapter is going. And I learned this when I started doing NaNoWrite mode because you can't really go back and forth and things like that. So I learned to write the outline and then use that as a framework for the actual uh, writing. So at the top of each chapter, I have an outline of three or four points that I want to cover in that chapter. And so I can then go through and as I'm writing it, I just have to go up a few, a few pages, read the outline. Oh, yeah, okay, I got to be doing this now. Yeah, we have to hit this point and keep writing. As a pantser, you can also use an outline and you probably should use an outline just as a general um, view of the story so that you don't lose track of what your story is. A lot of pantsers, they'll just get it right in there and they'll start typing and they'll type 300,000 words, whereas they're going to wind up cutting 200,000 of those words out. So, yeah. because they didn't have it outlined, they just went wherever they were going. And then when they got to the end, they realized that they went all over the place and they have to go back and cut a bunch of stuff out. So, yeah. an outline yeah. helped you. It helps, it builds you a path to go down. Yeah. And that's yeah. what an outline is for. So you can like stay on track. So would you say that an outline to someone that's writing like sci-fi or fantasy that has different worlds and creatures and family trees going on, would you say that an outline is like their best friend or should be their best oh, yeah. friend to keep them, especially if it's oh, like yes. a book series, you know? Okay. Yeah. So yes, because an outline, it, it helps you, um, keep track of what your plot is, who your characters are, um, what kind of scenes you need to create, and what's the premise of your story, um, all of those things. So in other words, it helps you structure your novel so that you understand. So it doesn't have to be very complicated. It doesn't have to be too long, but you can use the point form. You know, so you write an outline and you say, I'm going to write 20 chapters. Each chapter is going to be 5,000 words. And in these chapters, I'm going to have uh, 10 sections or five sections, whatever. And these are the scenes that I'm going to create. So here I start with my protagonist or my main character. They don't have to be the same person, but usually they are. Um, and then you tell yourself then what is going. It, it, it's a sequence. It's a chronological um, order of things so that you understand where you're starting, where you're going, where's your climax, where are, where's your conflict, and where is your resolution as well. Right. Okay. I mean, I could see that. And I think it doesn't, I think for some like plotters, their outline would be long because they're probably going to plot out every major thing that happens, you know, but for a pantser, is that one going to be more? Cause I know pantsers to be like 
you know, fly by the seat of their, their keyboard kind of, we're just going to sit down and type this thing out. So would it, would you, would theirs be like shorter? Do they even need one? You know, I mean, well, I don't yeah, they, they should, everybody should write an outline. Doesn't, like I said, it can just be point form. It, yeah. You just tell yourself, okay, so I'm going to have 10 characters in the story. Um, it's going to start here. It's going to go there. It's going to finish over there. So that is what you tell yourself. 20 chapters. So I need to. These characters are going to come in chapter one. These two are going to be introduced in chapter. So that is what an outline is. So this is what keeps so that you remember because you can keep on revert back to your outline and see oh when is this character supposed to come in oh yes i wrote the yeah that's after the fire john comes in you know so and so on blah 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 and you that is what an outline is supposed to be not the blah blah blahs i use that <laughs> but <laughs> well going back to school days you learn to write an outline. Well, if you went to my English class, <laughs> you learned to write the outline, no matter how short the story was going to be. You had to write an outline before, before you could write the first word of your story. You had to write an outline. They wanted to see the outline of the story. They wanted to see what your idea was. So yeah. your outline could be as short as two or three sentences. This is the beginning. This is the middle. This is the end. I always hated doing that because it always changed when I would go to write. I'd be like, oh, this is such a better idea. Let's do this one, you know? And then I always had to go back to my outline and fix it. I mean, it was a whole hassle, but I mean, English wasn't anyways, my strongest subject anyways. Oh, it wasn't mine either, but. <laughs> yeah, spelling's hard, okay? Spelling but, and grammar is hard. Yeah. But it also helps you focus your idea. Yeah. And so even if you're a pantser and you're, you know, you're just flying at the keyboards, you really should have some sort of focus on, on where you want your story to go. So, you know, your outline could be just three lines. You know, I'm going to start on planet Zork, and this guy is going to be, you know, disposed as the emperor, and then this guy is going to come back, and he's going to win back his, his uh, empire. You know, that could, that could be your whole outline, you know. So I know where I'm starting. I know what the main conflict is. I know where I want to end up. And then everything else, I can just fly away and throw characters in as they come along and situations yeah. and scenes and, you know, all this stuff can just go. I don't have to worry about, but at least I know I'm starting here, going there and ending over here. Yeah. So what kind of, are you, or what kind of, I guess, plotter or pantser are you? Are you either one oh, of those no. or you're a combination? What are you? No, no, no. I'm a, I'm a definite plotter. I have uh, everything worked out before. Uh, really? I would not down. have pegged that. I would have thought that you were a pants or you're just going to really nilly. We're going to write and we're going to do this. I'm going to come back and we're going to fix it, you know? No, no, oh, no. Right. It takes take months before I get anything down on paper really? or on the computer. Yeah, because yeah, I have to oh, plot out the, I have to plot out the entire story. And I, wrote the killer, I wrote the I'm killer a mix series of and the I plotted two. out everything. The entire yeah, so I'm story. I'm a mix. See, I would have thought that yeah. Athena was a plotter, is what I would have thought, and I would have thought James was the pantser, but you guys were flipping on me, and I never, I never <laughs> would have expected that. I, I really would have thought that 
Athena, she's a, she's a plotter. Don't let her. Don't let her. She said she's a mix. Yeah. I I could no, see her is. just going with it. I could see it. Like if she's really yeah. on a roll and she's like, "This is juicy stuff." I could see it. You go off script a little bit. I could see it. So hmm. yes. So um, that is how we how it is. You um, oh. they actually say that before you write your story, you should interview your characters for your for your outline for okay. so that you know who they are, you know, everything from their physical appearance to their character, personality, uh, all of those things, um, so that you know them inside out, so that when you're writing, you know them personally. So you have to know your characters personally, so that when they're confronted with a challenge, you know them so well that you know they would either react in a negative way or a positive way to that challenge. You know exactly what they would do. Example, some guy who uh, grew up and he's petrified of fire. If the house next door is burning, do you think he's going to volunteer to run in there if he's petrified of fire? Well, what He's if got he a fear. like a pyro, you know, that just ends up loving fire and burning stuff, you know? You see, exactly. More of something new. So you have to know your character in such a way. Would he do this thing? Okay. You know? And, and what and, would get him over the fear of fire? Is the yes. person next door the person he really loves and... He's going to rush exactly. in there and pay them. That or, is where I was going. Money buried in the walls of that house. And okay. you know, he's, trying to, he's been trying to get into that house for like a, a year. Because yeah. he knows that he used to live there and he buried money in that place. And, you know, now oh, since the place is on fire, yeah. I need to get in there. Fire or no fire. I could see that. So then characters, I guess, like from a consumer standpoint, right, from a reader I guess for me, they start off one way and they just like flip, you know, like flip a switch. You're just like, what? You're the bad guy? What? I did not see it the whole time. But I guess from the writer's standpoint, you kind of have to know that mm -hmm. going into it, I guess. See, because I always thought that it, they just developed into where they're just like, oh, let me just put a twist here. You're now a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's interesting that I never like well, took time. To there realize. is some writing like that. You can surprise you know? your reader, but you shouldn't shock your reader. Well, so surprise comes and, oh, that was a twist. I didn't see that coming. It shouldn't be, wait a second, how how is this guy the bad guy, you know? It, yeah. Because you didn't build up to it. And that's where your outline yeah. will help. You know, yeah, sometimes you... I drop these little kernels in there to let you know mm -hmm. this guy is not, is not what you think he is. And then you, yeah. when, it, when it happens, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. That's right. Because he did this back then. And that was kind of odd. And oh, then, you know, okay. so it's a surprise, but it's not a shock okay. that this person turns out. Because you do want those twists and you do want those surprises to come, but you don't want it to come out of the blue where all of a sudden, wait a second, he's a man? <laughs> you know, I thought this was a, all along you've been telling me this is a woman and all of a sudden now he's a man you know, that kind of thing, and never gave a clue as to the fact, like, the clue would be, you never seen this person naked, or you never seen this person in the bathroom, or you never seen something happen, 
that will lead you to think, well, maybe this person doesn't want somebody to know something about them, you know? Yeah. They're, they're being really secretive about something. And then you wind up figuring out, oh, that's why they were so secretive. They're not actually a woman, this is a man, you know, and he's in disguise all the time. So, but those are the yeah. things that your outline will help you plot out. Yeah. And it works. <laughs> there is so much that goes into yeah. writing a book. I never like, I don't know. That's why I guess I like what, like working with authors because from a reader standpoint, I never appreciated how much time, effort, and probably blood, sweat, and tears that went into a book. And so I think that that's just like, it's so fascinating to like go through this whole process, right? You know, in each episode and talk about it because there really is so much that goes in ahead of time before you even begin writing a book. You know, like some outlines of people that I know that like world build and things like that. I mean, they are like, the pages on their walls, they are whiteboards, they are all kinds because there's like family trees and then hierarchy and then the love triangle and they have to keep everything straight because there's so many books going on. And so it just, I don't know, it makes me like appreciate books now. And like, I don't, not that I ever mistreated a book, I'm not gonna say that, but it makes it where I have like a deeper appreciation for it because I know like what all goes into it you know? And so like an outline, I hated doing outlines when I was in English. I just, I, I loved outlines and outlines are not written in stone. So let me just say that <laughs> when you outline something, it, it doesn't mean that you have to stick to that outline religiously. It's right. just, it's just it's an a idea. Guide. It's, a it's a guide. The outline yeah. is just a guide. Yeah. And you you know. very it's a suggestion. Oh, I like that word, Athena. It's a suggestion. It's one outcome that's probably maybe going to change. I like yes. that. Yeah. It has. And like I said, I outlined all four books. I had all four ideas for the killer series all, all planned out. And yeah. as I write each book, things change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah. Your mind and everything can change. But next week, you guys, on Readers and Writers, we're talking writing this synopsis synopsis has always been a very difficult word for me to say but I've nailed it yes okay hey. so we're gonna be talking about writing this synopsis what all goes into it what it should look like details all of that so you're not going to want to miss that but you guys thank you so much for listening to us you've been listening to readers and writers and we'll catch you all next week bye everybody bye.